Welcome aboard to Cruise Radio, your home port for everything cruising and more. Subscribe to our newsletter and weekly radio show at cruiseradio.net. From the Cruise One Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Bassford. And I'm Doug Parker. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Cruise Radio. Also, sign up for our newsletter at cruiseradio.net. Happy New Year! Pretty exciting year in the cruising world. Yeah, it has been. A lot of new ships were released. For example, the Celebrity Eclipse, the Norwegian Epic, Cunard's Queen Elizabeth. There was also the Seaborne Sojourn, Holland America's New Amsterdam, and a brand new ship from MSC. And of course, we can't forget about the world's largest cruise ship. Royal Caribbean's Allure of the Seas, the sister ship to the Oasis. But there were some problems in 2010. Take, for example, the Carnival Splendor, which experienced electrical problems, more or less. It left the ship stranded out at sea in the Caribbean and uh, caused passengers to drink warm alcohol and eat cold sandwiches. (laughs) It was horrible! Not to make fun, because no one got hurt. But it was quite a different story on Royal Caribbean's brilliance of the seas. You're going for Stone Phillips' job, aren't you? I am. All right, not to make light of the situation, because it was it was a harrowing experience for all the passengers on board. We have with us Jose Pantoja is with us, and uh, you're out of Miami. And and not too long ago, really three weeks ago, you were on the Brilliance, and when all the stuff hit the fan, tell us. Boy, it was crazy. Yeah, that was yeah, crazy. I guess tell us really what's when it first started uh, late that Saturday night. What happened? The whole day itself was was little rough waves. You know, the captain did say he was gonna he was gonna go a little fast because he needed to remove the stabilizer so nothing bad could happen because of rough waves. Right. So I guess um like around two thirty my time which we are six hours ahead of you guys. We were on the way to Egypt, which the excursion was gonna be a twelve hour excursion, which was the main port we're gonna go to. We're gonna stay there two days. And when me and my wife went, we were in bed, we were sleeping. She woke me up. i got to interrupt here for a second. This yes. was y'all's honeymoon. This was our honeymoon. Oh, and this wow. This is the first time I'm on, I'm on a cruise. And this oh. was a 12-day cruise. So I'm there. I didn't go to sleep. And then, like, 20 minutes later, after I had woken up, Natalie, which is my wife, she wakes up. And she's like, babe, it's really bad, you know? Like, I'm like, babe, it's been like that all day. Don't worry about it. Just go back to sleep. And then, like, when I, a couple minutes after I said that, I, I was still laying down. The the waves were really bad that it knocked the boat to one side, and then everything from the vanity, everything, the TV flew, and then it rocked the boat to the other side. And then, like, that's when the, the bed was clipping out, or well, was clipped out of the headboard. Oh my! And then when it swung again, I was facing the way of the balcony, the outside. She was facing the inside. So, um, like when they went to her side, the little table that was there, um, that we used, we could like you could have like little trays or whatever on it. Right. That that tray, that little table flew to the door. When it flew to the door, I was like, oh shit! You know, like I I was on the. I was on the other side to the balcony. Then it rocked again to the side to the balcony. I, I had to stop the bend with my foot because yeah, I was going like full power. Like it was really bad. Like I saw the waves. I'm sorry, Jose. Where was your stateroom? Eighth deck. And were you front, middle, or aft? I was towards the middle. Yes. Okay. Middle. Okay. Wow. And I saw the waves coming to the balcony. And I was like, whoa! Hold on. It was rolling that much. It was rolling 
that much. It, it was a 40 degree. Holy. It was really bad. Like, I had I had talked after that, after that incident happened, I had talked to um other, ser- like, servers or people that, by, by the way, those servers are really good. Like, those people, the hospitality there is awesome. You know, it was just that night, and I don't blame it on Royal Caribbean. I just think it was a mistake the captain made because he, I guess he lowered down the yep. stabilizers, and that's why the wave took power o- over the over the cruise. Yeah. When the captain got into the PS and he had to say whatever he had to say, look, uh, we hit rough ways. I'm really sorry for the inconvenience. He sounded like he was shook. His heart was almost came out of his mouth for sure because he didn't know. He, he was stuttering. He didn't know what to say. He didn't know what was happening. He, he didn't know anything. But back to where this was rocking and all that, when it was about the third rock, I started praying. I was like, wow. oh, you know, I was, I was praying. And I, I see that it still did one more, one more side, one more to the outside. And Natalie, my wife, started praying. Once she started praying, and she finished, everything else like settled. My question is, how damaged was the ship? I mean, we keep seeing that picture of the Christmas tree on its side. Right. Why the do Christmas we keep... tree was on the floor for two days. You don't know how depressing that was. We were like, <laughs> you know, like everybody was just walking around it, taking pictures of it. You know, it was on the floor because I guess they... they no point in trying to put it back up because it'd only fall over again. Exactly. It was there for two days on the floor <laughs> and then they sad. put it back. But when they put it back, everybody started clapping. Everybody was like, ah, everybody was happy. Then they said they were going to give us a $200 refund, which everybody was like, what are we supposed to do with that? And then I guess everybody started complaining. The captain said he was going to call corporate Miami and that he was going to give us free internet and free phone calls. When that happened, that was the worst thing that guy did. Yeah, because certainly that is not going to appease people after what had just happened. Was there a mutiny where people... Yes, there was a mutiny, exactly. It was a mutiny. Everybody was calling the captain a liar because he said that because of the weather, you know, he had lowered down the stabilizers. But then earlier that day, he had said that he had to have it high because those waves were, you know, were dangerous. So everybody was calling him liar and that he, that he was asleep. I don't know, saying so many things to him. And then three hours later, we had another little meeting, and that's when they told us that everything was going to be refunded. That day, everybody was popping bottles, everybody was partying, everybody was <laughs> so happy, everybody <laughs> celebrated that day. Of course. Yeah. We keep hearing different reports from uh, different media outlets. How bad were the injuries on board? Okay. Supposedly, it was just like minor injuries mm-hmm. when we had land when we ported when we docked at Manta Valleta which was a 60 a little island 60 miles away from Italy there was this guy that said that he needed to have he needed to cash out that he needed to take everything out his room because his his wife was in the hot, at the at the clinic from four in the morning and that she had hurt her head and that she don't know if she was going to make it. I don't know if that was true because I haven't heard anything else of it. So I don't know. But this is all speculation. Yeah, exactly. You know, like I just heard someone like hurt the back, hurt the arm, the wrist. Well, obviously people could have gotten seriously, seriously. Hell, they could have been killed if they hit their head right on the, uh, somewhere in their cabin. Thank God, no. Thank God this didn't happen any earlier. Because if this would have happened while everybody was having dinner and all of that, this would have been really, really, really bad. Do you think the Royal Caribbean crew on board the ship did a good job calming the passengers? Yeah, they they did. They did a lot. Yeah. 
I feel bad for those guys. Those guys work for like 20, 23 hours. Jose, how do you personally feel about the compensation that you received? Like, I just feel bad that we didn't go to Egypt, but I still went to a lot of places that I've yeah. never even thought I was going to go to. Do you think by um, giving your the money back and the the two hundred dollars and then the and then the and I guess and not charging you for the cruise was that was that too much, not enough, or just right? I think it was just right. You yeah. know, if they could if they could have taken care of the flight from here to Barcelona, Spain, then that would have been great. But yeah. you, know? you said this was your first cruise. Uh, will you cruise again? This was my first cruise. I'm, I'm not. I'm not so scared of it. You know, if anything, um, it was just an experience. Yeah. <laughs> my my wife, no, she's terrified. She's third, this is her third cruise. Yeah. And she is terrified. She doesn't want to go there for a while. I was yeah. like, oh man, you know, like nothing's gonna happen. But yeah, like I, I'm down to go again. Well, I hope that your wife Natalie can uh, get past it, and y'all can enjoy a cruise sometime in the future. Jose Pantoja. In Miami, thank you so much for sharing your experience with us, and uh, we really appreciate you being on Cruise Radio. Thank you. Have you been dreaming lately about a romantic tropical cruise to the Caribbean? Cruise One. Or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise One. Or how about the Mexican Riviera? Or Cancun. Cousin. Or New England. Or Canada. Or Italy. Or Greece. Or the Far East. Or how about a cruise around the whole world? Cruise One. Got a dream vacation for you. Cruise One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free 1-800-CRUISE and the number one. That's 1-800-CRUISE-1 or find us online at cruiseone.com. Each episode, we feature Porthole Cruise Magazine's Pick of the Week. Tis the season for holiday traditions, whether at home or at sea. And if you happen to be spending this season on a ship, you'll see that cruising's most popular destination, the Caribbean, abounds with its own holiday traditions. For example, if your upcoming cruise happens to land you in San Juan, Puerto Rico on January 6th, you'll be able to join the festivities to celebrate Three Kings Day, Puerto Rico's traditional gift-giving holiday. You'll find widespread events to commemorate the day, from live music and dancing to puppet shows, traditional food, and street parades. While celebrating happens all around the island, cruisers should definitely head to the parade in Old San Juan and then take the kids to the Governor's Mansion in La Fortaleza to get some free gifts, which is another holiday tradition. Before we get to our next guest, quick bit of news here. It appears that three crew members aboard Royal Caribbean's Enchantment of the Seas will be spending New Year's Eve in jail. They attempted to smuggle 700 grams of heroin and 300 grams of cocaine into Baltimore from the Dominican Republic. Get this, one of the guys tried to smuggle the stash off the ship in his waistband and shoes when the enchantment returned to Baltimore. Of course, he was busted by customs officials who were tipped off by a security officer for Royal Caribbean. Looks like somebody was trying to copy Norwegian Cruise Line's white party. <laughs> Do we have an alternate punchline? Uh, in related news, Eric Clapton will be performing his hit Cocaine aboard the Enchantment of the Seas. <laughs> oh, dear. Every week at the beginning of our show, you always hear me say, follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio. And there's a reason for that. 
not just because it sounds cool. Well, it actually really does sound cool. But besides that, Twitter is a great way to get your message out. These messages are limited to 140 characters and are sent out to your followers. You yourself can follow your favorite people, of course. But it's a great marketing tool to promote yourself or your product. If you're Ashton Kutcher, you have like millions of followers. If you're Cruise Radio, you have about uh, 2,500 followers. Our first guest holds Twitter parties to chat about cruising. Carrie, a.k.a. Cruise Buzz, is with us. Welcome to Cruise Radio, Carrie. First of all, please elaborate a bit on what a Twitter party is. That's um, sort of like a virtual party. It lasts about an hour, and people will actually go to their Twitter, and they will tweet about a specific topic mm-hmm. that they like, and they will post their tweets to a hashtag, and a hashtag is just basically the pound sign with a designated word. So we have designated the word cruise chat, and we have a Twitter party on selected Tuesdays from at 2 o'clock Eastern time until 3 o'clock. So people are starting to figure out in our cruise niche of the travel industry that if they want to get together with other people that want to talk about stuff about cruising, then that's a good place to go because there will be other people there. So within that hour, I basically have five questions that um, I throw out there every 10 minutes or so, and then people just fast and furiously type in their answers. Sometimes a lot of people might have some side chats going on, um, but the way that we keep track of all of that information is by looking at the hashtag. So huh. it's, um, it's fun. And what's really good is that a lot of times we'll pick topics that are relevant. So our next cruise chat is going to be about wave season, wave season predictions. So wave season, for those that aren't familiar with it, is typically the time of year where you know, winter is really taking its toll and the mindset of individuals is really going to where am I going to go on vacation? So wave season typically is the time of year where most travel agents will see the highest amount of bookings for the year. Okay, and to get this straight, uh, you have to have a Twitter account for this, and you set a hashtag, so it would be all one word, hashtag cruise chat altogether, correct? Yeah, and don't and, and you're not typing. A lot of people I know might just go ahead and type in the word hashtag. A hashtag is the pound sign. It's the key above the number three on a standard keyboard. Or so, if you're stupid like me, the tic-tac-toe sign. The tic-tac-toe, you know, that's a great way of saying that, yeah. All right, Carrie, thank you so much. It's great to talk to you. You can find Carrie on Twitter at CruiseBuzz. If you missed any part of the show or want to hear more, go to cruiseradio.net and click on Radio Channel or go to iTunes and search Cruise Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio. Doug, here you go. According to a consumer survey, 9 out of 10 adults have a list of things they wish to accomplish in their lifetime. Really? Yeah. So uh, Carnival is taking advantage of this survey and and is assembling 100 firsts for people. Yeah, Carnival kicks off 2011 with one simple question. Hey, America, did you ever... Yeah, whether it's ziplining across a rainforest or uh, catching air on a wave runner, or did they actually did they do this between courses on on your last Carnival cruise? Uh, break out into the uh, thriller dance. I don't remember the last time I took a Carnival cruise. That's what how I enjoyed digesting my food. 
<laughs> the Michael Jackson. Yes. You know, it's funny. Some people are comparing this to Royal Caribbean's Why Not campaign. You know what I say to those people? What? I guess Burger King stole the idea of selling hamburgers from McDonald's. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I hate to break it to you people. Ideas are recycled. Happens in radio. Happens on this show all the time. Yeah. <laughs> we don't write a damn thing. Nope. Anyway, if you want to add to the big list of firsts, just go to facebook.com slash carnival. And uh, Doug, I'm not sure they want to hear your first. Yeah. Well, and to be honest, I still don't know what the hell this is all about. I've read the press release and it only, <laughs> it only, it only confused me even more. So I got to call Vance. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks, Vance. Carnival Cruise Line is going to be in Times Square this New Year's Eve. Uh, you're going to be there, Doug. Me and Rip Taylor throwing, yeah. Yeah, throwing confetti out. <laughs> Apparently, Carnival is going to have a big gun of confetti with red, white, and blue paper. <laughs> As we wrap up episode 68. Wow. I just want to say thank you so much to our listeners. This past year and a half couldn't be made possible without your support. And don't forget, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Cruise Radio. The newsletter is out there at cruiseradio.net. From the Cruise One Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. Happy New Year. This is Cruise Radio. Yeah.